Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. All right, welcome to the bigger picture. As we get the second quarter underway, where are the pockets of opportunities? Let's check in with Rikumar Singer, head of research at Main Bank Investment Banking Group. Morning, Finn. How are you doing today? Morning, Ryan. Great to be back on the show. Yeah, it's always great having you on the show because you have your eye on what's really moving in the markets. And of course, lots happening these days. Overnight, we saw the IMF cutting back slightly its global growth forecast, now at 2.8%. That is slightly lower than the 2.9% just three months ago. And then we have a very noisy backdrop. You've got banks in focus. So if you look at all the action and all the noise, where does this put the STI for the rest of the year, Dylan? Well, we got an index target of uh, 3,629, which is quite a punchy uh, number, which is about 10% higher than here. Yes, look, I mean, we've got high interest rates, we've got all this noise, but I think it actually makes the case for Singapore. If you actually look at uh, history, uh, higher interest rates have actually been very positive for the STI. In the past, when interest rates have increased, the STI actually has outperformed global equities. But most people kind of remember the last 10 years where it has generally underperformed. And largely that is because since 2009, central banks have been cutting interest rates. But if you look at from the start of 2022, when central banks started to aggressively hike interest rates, the Singapore market has actually started to outperform uh, global equities again. And largely, I think this is because 80% uh, of the index is, you know, value stocks, which are already profitable, they pay dividends, and there's very clear pathways to growth versus a lot of the growth stocks that are out there where, you know, the sort of earnings pathway is not as clear. Yeah, I think that's a good point, the value proposition for STI. And also, banks are a huge weightage of the STI. So if you look at what's also playing out here, you've got the jitters around how banks might be affected with SVB, Credit Suisse, and of course, the squeeze in net interest margins to come because of that potential slowdown in rate hikes. And also muted loan growth potentially. So how does this square with what you're expecting for bank earnings? Yeah, so I think going into the first quarter, uh, we actually think you won't actually see a name squeeze. In fact, we'll see the opposite. Uh, I think you're going to see names continuing to grow. Remember, back in mid-December, the Fed did a 50 basis point hike, um, which should actually get reflected in the first quarter numbers. And there were also another collective 50 basis points that was done in February and March. Of course, the pace of margin growth will be a lot slower uh, because funding costs are catching up. Uh, This is what banks pay for deposits. And especially, as you rightly mentioned, uh, particularly with the U.S. banking crisis, I think this funding cost side will catch up a lot, a lot faster. And you're right on on loan growth. I think that's going to slow given where global conditions are. But some of that will get offset by the margin side. One of the areas that I'm actually keenly watching out uh, during this result season is actually how well non-interest income does. Look, the markets haven't been great, but they've generally been a little bit more positive than, than in the fourth quarter last year. 
year. So this may have driven some of the wealth management clients to put their money to work, which should, which should generate some fee income. The other area of worry is obviously asset quality. Um, that's something that we're keeping a very close eye on. Right, in conversation with Thielen Rikumar-Singer, he is the head of research at May Bank Investment Banking Group. Now, Thielen, we talk about margins for banks. Now, let's talk about margins for everyone else. So we are seeing cost pressures, expenses going up, cost of labour going up, raw materials. How much will this weigh on Q1 earnings and how much can we expect these higher costs be passed on to consumers down the road? I think margin pressures will be very apparent in the first quarter results, particularly in sectors where input costs have gone up. So uh, sectors like consumer discretionary, F&B, tech manufacturing, some of the industrials may see some squeeze. Now, having said that, we think a large segment of the market has the ability to pass on at least some of their uh, higher costs, whether it's interest rates or whether it's input costs. Uh, when we actually look at uh, the Singapore market's net profit margins over, over a long uh, period of time and map that against interest rate hikes, we actually see very little correlation between net margins and, uh, and, uh, and rising interest rates. So you're going to see some squeeze, but I think, you know, you have to take it from that context that uh, not all sectors will feel it uh, the same. All right. And let's look into your crystal ball to learn. And what are some of the names that stand up for you? Where would you be looking for these opportunities in the second quarter? So I th- I, we, we are following a fairly defensive strategy, what we call the Moth Plus Growth Strategy. So we look for companies on the Moth side that have near-term earning certainty and have uh, a moat where they can pass on costs. And we also look for companies on the growth side where they can accelerate their earnings because of a, of a specific trend, whether it's you know regional consumption or, or government policy. So on the moat side, we like two stocks. Uh, the first is PropNext. They should actually benefit from Singapore's rising property volume, especially in the resale HDB market, where the government has been uh, quite supportive uh, following the last budget. And they've also got the large uh, network of agents in place. Uh, the second stock we like is Genting Singapore, uh, who is a proxy to China reopening. They've got a very strong brand and their mass market has already recovered to pre-COVID levels even before the Chinese tourists have come in. Now, on the growth side, we like two stocks. Uh, the first is Raffles Medical. We think that's going to be a beneficiary of the healthy SG government uh, healthcare policy as well as a return of medical tourism. And then finally, ST Engineering, uh, who should benefit from the global defense spending increasing given, you know, we're entering this multipolar world. Plus also all this rising travel demand uh, should benefit the aerospace segment as well. Yeah, lots of interesting themes to play off. Propnex, Gunting, Raffles Medical and ST Engineering. Some of the names to watch out for in the second quarter and maybe future quarters. We've been sharing with Thilan Rukumasinga. He is the head of research at Maybank Investment Banking Group. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Thilan. Thanks, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.